Hi, this is Diane Peters from jcharvestinvestments.com. How are you doing today? Well, I had a nice workout at the gym. I'm so happy I'm back there. (sighs) But this week, I go for my colonoscopy. Fairly important that you get that done. You know, I had uh, my dad and my sister both have polyps in their in their lifetime so I've been getting mine done since I was in my 40s uh, just because of the family history and I had one of my brothers who had cancer in his small intestine so I'm just a big advocate for colonoscopies the colonoscopy is not the problem it's prepping for it so I'm gonna get that done uh, so Thursday is going to be a real fun day. That's all I can say. Hey, listen, I, I just want to talk to you today about um, one of my favorite. Now, you know, I'm always into this bettering myself mentality and healing my damaged emotions. And, you know, just that whole gumbit of what that entails. And that's, of course, what I look at as far as my life journey and becoming authentic and and, and un- uncovering some of the layers of some of the lies I've allowed myself to believe about myself personally. You know, number one, that I'm superwoman. I can do all things. I don't need you. You know, that type of mentality, I think, is has a lot of ego and, and, and um, self-preservation. I don't know what you want to call it, but basically I look at it as ego and pride. And we all need people in our lives. So let's face it. Number one for me is, as you all know, is God. Number two is my husband and then my family. So that means a lot to me and then my friends. That means a whole lot to me. But in order to, for me to be a better friend, a better vehicle for God to use, whatever, I've got to become authentic. I've got to find out what is Diane all about? And believe it or not, all the things I've said and I thought I was, at one point I thought I was, <laughs> I thought I was a corporate person and that's all I was. That's how I honestly identified. It was my job, you know? And, I, and when I lost that identity, I was just, I was lost a little bit. I was very sad when I had to take early retirement because the opportunities that I was historically getting back in 2008, 2009, 11, 12, they weren't there anymore. So I even, I think I mentioned to you before, I was a displaced worker. So I learned um, that I had to find another avenue, another way of doing whatever. And I took a couple other positions, looked at my own business, which, you know, that's where we are right now. But I realized I got to find out what diet's all about. I don't want to be stuck. Even though I don't think of myself as a salesperson per se, account exec, account manager, account consultant, even though I don't think of myself as that, I don't believe it, but there's something in me that's a little stuck. You know, I do like working. I find that that is fulfilling. I love it. But I don't want to be stuck. And um, that lady, what's her name? Ivana, Ivana, I can never say Ayala Van Zandt. Ayala Van Zandt. I, I just like this lady. You know, I don't know where she is spiritually. I don't know that. Only God does. She mentions God. I don't know what her relationship is. But this woman tells the truth. I mean, the other night I was listening to her. And she was talking to this young girl's mother, who the young girl and her mother were having some issues. And she said, to, and I hope I get this right, this line was like, this is her line. She, the, the woman says, you know your daughter's upset with She says, I know my daughter's upset with me. She said, upset with me? She said, listen, you need to know, like you know your name, She's more than upset with you. And I'm just ad-libbing it. But the way she said that, like you know your name. I mean, that, I just I just said, this is the woman that can dig deep into a soul and tell you, hey, let's get this straight. There are issues in your life. 
that you need to clean up. So I do that for myself. I look in the mirror. I, I, I'm tired of blaming everybody. I don't see anybody causing me to do anything. Because first of all, I know my personality. If God isn't telling me to do something, I question who you are coming here. Now, of course, I have a boss, my customers. That's a whole different thing. I'm not talking about that. But in the pop culture world, people are telling me how I feel and she, just by looking at me. I don't go along with their interpretation of what they think my life should be like. It's, <laughs> I always say, you do you and I'll do me. Okay, because I'm fine where I am. And I don't have a problem with you doing you. But I don't want to remain stuck. You know, I really don't. So I'm really working at getting to the stuff that really is deeper than even what I know. And this is where where God comes in. Because I want to be authentically real and true. You don't always have to blab out your truths to people about who they are. What does that matter? You can only see the outside of people. So you can't tell somebody, you're stuck. No, I don't know if you're stuck. I know sometimes I get stuck. So what my purpose in life is finding out unstuck to get unstuck so that I can be more of a vehicle used for God. I can hear more clearly from him about what he wants me to do. And I need to get out my own way. So I realize that the things that get me stuck is keep talking about what happened to me in the past. I don't need to keep talking about that. It's over. I don't want to keep looking at the future. Future is great. Don't get me wrong. But I'm the type of person that if I have a five-year plan, I'm going to start running it. And I'm not going to appreciate where I am. So I realized to become unstuck, I can't look back. I can put my plans in place for the future. But I got to live in the moment. What's really going on here? Okay? What's causing this emotion, this reaction? What, what do I want to control so that I'm not perfect, but I have a balanced life? And my reaction to things are not going to be, you know, extreme anger or just, you know, I hate you mentality. I don't, I don't want to live like that. Those are extremes. I've done that. Been there, done that. I, I've said before, if you've listened to me, the reasons why, I'm over that. But I'm always looking at people who are coming at me like that. And I start praying for them because I realize you don't even realize you're acting that way. You know, when, I, when somebody stepped on my toe and I, and I just barely would point my finger in their face and want to tell them off, I didn't realize that a lot of that was anger, deep-seated anger as a result of what had happened to me. But now I'm over that. So I don't want to keep talking about what happened to me. What happened is just that, past tense. But right now, today, I'm in this moment. So what can I do today, living in the moment, to make this a better experience for Diane? And when I've done that, then that affects my family. You know, I'm more loving and more compassionate, more understanding. Uh, um, I don't want to look at their the, the speck in their eye. I want to look at the board in my own eye. So I've asked the Lord to reveal to me there were times, Diane, when you've been overly critical on someone. You probably heard my pet peeve about Hillary. We won't go there. Bottom line is, that's a figure I don't know that much about. But that's out there. That doesn't really affect me on a daily basis, okay? So I need to just deal with what's in my scope of things to control. And what I can control is my reaction. And I don't always have to give lip to it either. That's one thing I'm realizing. When someone says something derogatory towards me, I'm realizing now the best response is no response. Because obviously, if someone's coming at me, they're coming at me unaware to themselves, unbeknownst, They want a reaction. 
But when I give them the reaction they're looking for, hey, that's on me. I can't blame that on anybody else. But I know one thing. I want to be a better Diane. I've got to be honest with myself. I've got to take responsibility for my actions. And I definitely can't use the excuse, somebody made me do it. God forbid, I can't stand that terminology. Somebody made me do it. If you hadn't said this, I wouldn't have done that. No, let's get over that. You, people are going to say things to you. Things are going to happen to you. You're not going to have any control over what happens to you. You're not. Let's just face it. We don't. As much as we, I try to control everything, I can control those car accidents. They happen. They're over, you know, but it's a part of life. And there are people dealing with far worse things than I even experience. So this is life. Life is not perfect. But what I can control is my reaction to them. I realize a lot of stress in my life I've even brought on myself because I had these unrealistic expectations, you know, and I was always, always running. And now the new phase of getting healthy is relaxation. Boy, I'm struggling with that. I'll be honest with you because I'm just trying to wrap my brain around it. You have to relax in order to release stress. I, I'm trying so hard. So that is my goal right now to recognize that although I get passionate about issues and statements and I don't always have to have a reaction and I don't always have to comment and I'm working on that, you know? So I'm working on when you come at me with your opinion on that, I'm learning to just say, okay. Now I'm getting good with that with um, Twitter. I'm getting real good because like, I don't want to hear your comments. I'm not put on Twitter to, so you do respond to me. I don't care what you believe and I'm not trying to change you. If you find out my statements or comments are changing you, that's your problem, because that's not my purpose. That's just to put a release for me. Someplace where I can just make that comment and it's out there. Agree with me? Fine. I honestly don't even look at people I don't agree with, because why bother? That's a waste of my energy and emotions. I don't care. You have a right to what you believe? Go ahead, do it. You do you, and I'll do me. I'm fine. But don't think that you're going to come and attack me, and I'm just going to stand there. No, I'm going to tell you bye-bye. I don't have time for this. I don't have time for this. You believe you. I don't have a problem. But I know one thing. I'm not going to keep fighting that battle. I'm just going to stare at people. Really? Okay. My mother always said that. She said, don't always respond. Everybody doesn't need a response from you. I don't know if you realize it, but I do. And you don't have to comment on every single solitary thing. I think that's a little bit of my ego and opinion, you know, coming out. You know, sometimes somebody will tell me, oh, I think this is happening, and then I feel I need to comment. You don't need, I don't need to comment on it. Let that person just talk. Because sometimes they just want to talk. And if I'm trying to become authentic and be real, I need to listen, listen more and talk less. So that's my goal right now, living in the moment, okay? Because I believe that's going to help me become unstuck and not reacting to every comment. You know, uh, you just have to listen and listen. Now I find somebody repeating themselves over and over. I, 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 again, have to just wait for that time when it's okay for me to talk. Because a lot of hurting people, been there, done that, sometimes still existing, just need you to listen. We don't always need you to come back with an answer or reply. I, I don't need that. And I realized, too, that a lot of my stress was coming from my need to give my opinion, my need to react, always on, you know, on go, you know. 
I have a hard time. I told you about my biofeedback. I failed that thing. But I realized this is the thing I need to focus on right now. Living right now. Controlling, recognizing what I can control. And then using my energies to, to make a difference. So all that entails is me living in this moment. Because all I have really is this moment. I don't know what the next moment or two or five or six or ten are going to bring into my life. I told you I'm going for a colonoscopy. My life could change after that. I don't know. But I'm leaving that with God because he already has the answer. What I'm trying to do today is just live for this day. My goal is to become unstuck. Hey, listen, I thank you so much for listening to me today. I know it's a gloomy day here in New England, but guess what? I'm alive. I went and worked out. (laughs) I feel fantastic. And I'm going to go see my niece play volleyball today. And I'll be with my sister, Shaw, and my sister-in-law, Elaine, my girls, my hanging girls. I was just going through, I'm going to a wedding this, uh, the next couple of um, months, and a month. And they asked me, what's your favorite song to dance to or your favorite dancing song? And I went back in the day, and when we used to hang out. We were disco queens. We, we had some music. But my, one of my all-time favorites is Searching. That's by Change. And it's the album, um, the love, the love album. I just, uh, that was my song. And that was when Luther was with them. Great group. In fact, we used, back in the day, that was one of my hangout groups with my friend James Tanioka. We used to hang out with a group from Change. Hey, listen, guys, I thank you so much for listening to me today. My name is Diane Peters. I'm with jcharvestinvestments.com. And you make it a great one. Thank you.